the title of this message is Loads and Burdens. And I want to encourage you to really understand the distinction between what those two things are. And I think you can find that distinction in Galatians chapter 6. Galatians chapter 6 verse 1 through 6 really gives us a peek into what those two terms are. So listen to what the word of the Lord says. It says, brothers and sisters, if someone is caught in a sin, you who live by the spirit should restore that person gently, but watch yourselves or you also may be tempted. Now listen to this, carry each other's burdens. And in this way, you will fulfill the law of Christ. Now, when they mentioned the law of Christ, it's what we talked about uh, not this season, right? The, the law of Christ, when he talked about what is the greatest law, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. And so what is he saying here? He's saying when we carry each other's burdens, that's when we're fulfilling that law. That's when we're loving our neighbor. That's when we're extending ourselves. That's when we become the fulfillment of that. So if anyone thinks they are something when they are not, They deceive themselves. In other words, no one in this room is too good to help anybody. No one in this room is at a status where you're above anybody else. And I love that the Bible is very clear. By the way, if you think you are, you're not. If you think you're that special person, I want to break your bubble right now. You ain't that special, saith the Lord. (laughs) Right? So he goes, if anyone thinks there's something when they're not, they deceive themselves. Each one should test their own actions. Then they can take pride in themselves alone without comparing themselves to someone else. For each one should carry their own load. Nevertheless, the one who receives instructions in the word should share all good things with their instructor. So as I was reading this, for a moment, I felt like it was a little bit contradictory. Because on the one hand, he's saying, hey, we need to carry each other's burdens. Nobody is too good to not help somebody else. Remember, carry each other's burdens, help each other out. But then a few sentences later, he's saying, hey, but each one of you should carry your own load. So we got to carry each other's burdens, but do your own thing. And to me, that sounds kind of like, well, which one is it, right? Am I supposed to help everybody or am I supposed to worry about myself? And what he's really trying to say is it's not one or the other, it's both and. It's a balance, right? So when the author of Galatians is talking about this, he's using shipping terminology, right? When he's talking about loads and burdens, he's using shipping technology. I was talking to, uh, I don't know if Brother Josh is here this morning, but uh, he's a truck driver and him and I, there you go, bro. He and I have talked about this in the past, and as a truck driver, I knew he would understand. Every truck, every train, every uh, shipping container, right? Every mode of transportation that brings goods and things back and forth, their job is to carry a load to a destination, right? That's what they're supposed to do, whether it's from China or from Taiwan or from Canada or from whatever. They're bringing it from the East Coast to the West Coast to the Midwest. Everybody is shipping a load. But what you have to understand is each transport has a load limit. 
There is a limit to how much each of those containers or each of those shipping mechanisms can carry. Some can carry more than others. I imagine a train has a larger load limit than a, than a truck. I imagine a ship might have a larger load limit than a train. Regardless of what it is, each still has a limit, a certain amount of load that they can safely carry. So as a truck driver, if Josh is carrying more than his truck is capable of pulling, if they load him up more than what is safely able to drive down the road, it puts him in danger, right? Because that load becomes an imbalance and that starts to sway things. It could tip over. He can cause a massive accident. He can hurt several other people. The amount above that load is what we call a burden. So the load is what you're meant to carry. The burden is everything above and beyond that load. So every truck is built to carry a load. Every shipping container is built to carry a load. They're supposed to do that. That's literally their job. Nobody wants Josh driving around in his truck without any load behind him. He's just wasting gas and killing his truck. He makes money when there's a load in the back. He risks his life when the burden is on top of the load. And that's the difference. Anything beyond the load limit can cause serious accidents and not just a loss of the load, but even a loss of life. So this is very applicable to you and I. The author of Galatians has given us some great principles to understand that all of us have a load in life to carry. Everybody has something that's your responsibility. It's your job. This is what God has entrusted you with. This is what you have to carry. But we also have all experienced seasons in our lives where we've gotten more than what we can carry in our load. And now we're dealing with burdens. Now we're dealing with stuff that's above what we can handle, that's above what we're able to endure by ourselves. And that's where the author of Galatians is saying we come together. Now there's a great example of all this played out in a very practical way in the book of Exodus. If you have your Bibles, book of Exodus chapter 17, verses 8 through 13. Moses is the leader of the Israelites. They have been out of Egypt and they're getting ready to go into the promised land. And uh, for a long time, God fought all their battles. God took care of everything. And we come to the first time in, in Exodus chapter 17 where the Israelites actually have to fight a battle physically themselves. And so uh, Moses gives instructions to his apprentice, the guy he's raising up, a young man named Joshua. And I want you to notice what goes on in this scenario. Beginning in verse 8. It says, while the people of Israel were still at Rephidim, let's pretend that's pronounced correctly, the warriors of Amalek attacked them. Moses commanded Joshua, choose some men to go out and fight the army of Amalek for us. Tomorrow, I will stand at the top of the hill holding the staff of God in my hand. That staff represented the authority that God had given him. So Joshua did what Moses had commanded and fought the army of Amalek. Obviously not by himself with his army. Meanwhile, Moses, Aaron, and Hur, Aaron is Moses' brother, he's kind of his right hand, he's one of the, the leaders of the priestly tribe. Aaron and Hur climbed to the top of the nearby hill, and as long as Moses held up the staff in his hand, the Israelites had the advantage. But whenever he dropped his hand, the Am uh, Amalekites gained the advantage. Moses' arms soon became so tired that he could no longer hold them up. So Aaron and Hur found a stone for him to sit on. Then they stood on each side of Moses, holding up his hands. So his hands held steady until sunset. As a result, Joshua overwhelmed the army of Amalek in battle. 
We have four principles here that I think is vital for you and I to endure this life that God has given us. That helps us understand the balance between loads and burdens and how it applies to your life and mine. So if you're taking notes, I want you to write this down because it's important for you to remember this is not just for all of us, but this is for you as an individual. And the first thing we need to understand, the first thing we need to say to ourselves is I am going to carry my own load. Okay? Say that with me. I am going to carry my own load. Right? Listen, Joshua had his load fighting the army of Amalek. Moses had his load praying at the top of the hill. Neither could do both, right? It would be very challenging to fight an army with my hands lifted up in prayer. I'm dead, okay? It's not practical. And if I'm at the top of the hill, I'm not in the valley fighting the battle. You need both individuals to play the role that they have been given. Each one needs to carry their own load. You can't do what God has called me to do, and I can't do what God has called you to do. Each of us have to do what God has called us to do in the way that God has called us to do it. So we are each responsible for our own load. And the problem is when we try to offload on somebody else, yes, it makes your life lighter, but it actually adds a burden to their life. And so we got to make sure that we take responsibility for the things that have been given to us. This is my load to carry. This is my life. This is what I have to deal with. And I'm not going to throw it on everybody else just so that I can have an easier life. Because in reality, it only makes their life harder. Listen, 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 6 through 8. This is uh, Paul speaking. He says, I planted the seed in your hearts, talking to the church in Corinth. And Apollos, another spiritual leader, watered it. But it was God who made it grow. There was an argument at this time over, man, I'm a a follower of Paul. And other people are like, I'm a follower of Apollos. And Paul is coming here saying, that don't matter. Because listen, I planted the seed, but Apollos came and watered it. It's not important who does the planting or who does the watering. Here's what's important. What's important is that God makes the seed grow. The one who plants and the one who waters work together with the same purpose. And both will be rewarded for their own hard work. So when each of us do what we are responsible for, we all tend to benefit. Here's the truth. I can't raise your household. I got my own family to raise. So I can't be responsible for your children. I can't, be, I can't be the husband to your wife. I can't be the father to your children. I can't go to your job and work for you. These are things that you have to do. These are responsibilities that are on your plate. And oftentimes what happens is we get mad because we feel like, well, no one wants to help us. It's not that we don't want to help you. It's that we don't want to do your job for you. And too often we confuse help for doing it, right? Listen, if you're struggling in school and you went to a tutor and you told the tutor, hey, just do my homework for me. (laughs) Hey, you know what? How about you just take the test for me? No tutor is going to agree to that. I mean, depending on how much you pay, maybe there will be a tutor. <laughs> but, but we're so eager to offload what God has placed in our lives that we miss out on the whole purpose of it and we actually make everybody's life harder. And we, we struggle with it because we're throwing it on other people. And we have to be careful because this isn't a generational thing. This is a person thing. Everyone tries to make their life easy by avoiding what God has called you to do. But it is your load to carry. It is your responsibility. 
You have to make sure, God, <laughs> you've made me a father to these children. You've made me a mother to these children. I can't expect Pastor Izzy and Ariel to raise my kids. I can't expect Pastor Evelyn to be the spiritual forerunner of my family. That's got to be my responsibility. You know, a lot of times, you know, if you're getting mad, it's like, well, you know, they're not learning what they need to learn in children's ministry. That's what, two hours a week tops? If you think that's going to raise your children spiritually, then you're just confused. It is your responsibility as a parent to guide your children in the way that they should go. And you can't put that off on the church. We're here to equip you. We're here to help you. We're here to, you know, take the kids away for a weekend so you don't murder them. Like, we're going to come alongside, but we're not going to do the job for you. And that's the important understanding. It's like, what is my load? What is my responsibility that's mine alone that I have to do? And how am I taking responsibility to do that well? Now, don't get me wrong. When things start to pile up, when things go beyond someone's load capability, that's when we as believers need to live out the second principle. Say this with me. I am going to carry other people's burdens. Come on now, CPS did not fail me. Let's go. Okay, so the first one is I am going to carry my own load. But the second thing you need to understand is I am going to carry other people's burdens. I have a responsibility as a believer to look out for my fellow brothers and sisters, to see when they are burdened, when things are getting too tough. That's what we're doing with someone like Pastor Jason or others in this room who are grieving. When you go through a loss, that becomes too much. It becomes so overwhelming. I can't imagine the pain and the ups and downs and the waves that he's encountering right now. So my heart goes out and says, what can I do to lift some of that burden off? And if it's a meal, you cook a meal. And if it's finances, you give finances. But the goal is to help because we all understand this is more than one can handle on their own. Aaron and her, they noticed a few things, right? Moses is up there at the top of the hill with the authority of God, which by the way, only Moses had that authority, right? That's why Joshua couldn't do it. So Moses is up there. And as his hands and his staff are lifted, the Israelites are winning. But when Moses' hands drop, the Israelites start losing. On the side, as uh, Aaron and her are watching this, they're picking up on that correlation. They're noticing that. And they're also noticing that Moses' load to carry is because he's God's chosen instrument. He is the leader of the Israelites. He has the staff of authority. This is his job to pray. But the burden of holding his arms up was getting too much for him. So Aaron and her come over and lift up his hands. Notice what they don't do. They don't go over to Moses and say, hey, you know what, you're really tired. Give me the staff, I'll pray for you. You go take a break, you go take a nap. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stand on the mountain and I'm gonna pray. They couldn't do that. They shouldn't have done that. And I'm glad that they didn't because they weren't given that authority. That's not their load to carry. So they're not carrying Moses' load, but what they are saying is you're tired. So I'm going to come and I'm going to help lift up your hands. Each one of us come alongside you. We're going to help lift up your hands because it's your hands that are tired. It's your hands that are getting burdened. And so I'm going to help alleviate that burden without taking away that load. See, that's when we become beneficial to people. It's, it's the tutor who's helping you understand the concept behind this algebraic principle, not the one that's doing the homework for you because then you never get ahead in life. Trust me, 
I really, really am bad at math. Part of it is because I never tried early on. And then I found out like five years later that math builds on itself. And everything gets a little bit harder if you didn't figure out the first few things. And so early on, I just cheat. I'm like, what's the answer? Just give me the answer. I never learned how to do it. So just give me the answer. I'm just trying to pass the test. And yes, you might pass the test, but you won't pass in life because you're robbing yourself of valuable skills. And so a lot of times what we don't understand is, is when you're going through some of these things, it helps you. Romans chapter 15, verse one through two says, we who are strong have an obligation to bear with the failings of the weak and not to please ourselves. Let each of us please his neighbor for his good to build him up. There's a little bit of sarcasm here in Romans when he's saying we who are strong, right? He's kind of saying, oh, so you think you're strong and you think you're good. Fine, no problem. Then help those that you think are weak. If you consider yourself strong, if you're thinking, man, I'm doing good in life. I got this. I'm, I'm, I'm handling things. Wonderful. Would you go and help those that aren't? Would you go and help alleviate the burden of those that you might consider weak? Or another way to look at this is there are seasons in our life, right? There are seasons where I'm strong and you're weak and I have a responsibility to come and help lift up your burden. And then there are seasons in life where the roles reverse, where I might be in a weak position and you might be in a position of strength and now you can come and help me. And so each of us help each other depending on what season we're in and that's where God brings us together. And so my job is to notice, man, my brother, my sister, their arms are getting tired. Their kids, you know, it's, it's getting too much. Let me come in and, and, and try to help out a little bit. Again, I'm not going to adopt your kids, but maybe I pull one aside and I have a conversation with them. In all my years of youth ministry, here's some of the things I've realized. There are things that your children will tell us that they'll never tell you. And it's, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just we've all been teenagers and children as well. They're just stuff that we don't want to talk to our parents about. They're just things that we don't feel comfortable, whether it's shame, guilt, whatever you want to call it. There are just stuff that we're not comfortable with. And I'm grateful for the body of Christ that comes alongside because if they're going to go to anybody, I'd rather they go to Pastor Izzy than their other idiot friend in seventh grade. Well. Right? If they're going to go to somebody... And so this is where we come together and this is where we help alleviate each other's burdens. This is where we come alongside and we say, hey, listen, I know you're struggling right now. So I'm gonna lend you this. It's not a lot, you know, whatever. It's gonna help you with these bills. Now, if, if I lend you, say a hundred bucks to help you pay for the bill this month, that's lifting your burden. But if now every week you're like, hey, so where's my hundred bucks? I'm like, buddy, I'm not financing your whole life now. A burden is meant to get your head above water so that you can swim again. Right? When I lift up a burden, I'm taking a weight off so that you can back to a manageable load. That's the responsibility that we have. And I love that, that Aaron and her were mindful of that. You can't be so tunnel vision that you don't notice people struggling around you. Because that's easily what we can do. We can get so tunnel vision that we don't notice our brother and sister hurting, that we don't notice our brother and sister in need. And so we just kind of keep going and we think, man, life is great. Yes, for you right now. But it's really hard for this other person. And it doesn't always have to be monetary. It doesn't always have to be physical. Sometimes it's just sitting with the person. Sometimes it's just talking to a person. There's a lot of spit that came out. I'm preaching now. Hold on now. Hold on. Well, you know when the spit flies. Let's wipe this down before the next service. <laughs> but listen, sometimes unburdening myself is just talking. 
Sometimes there's, unless I'll be very transparent, there are times where I call other pastor friends and say, hey, listen, I'm gonna unburden myself. Means there's some stuff in here that's gotta come out. And can we be transparent? Sometimes the stuff that needs to come out isn't good stuff. So I'm like, listen, I'm gonna, I'm gonna complain. I'm gonna say things that I don't even believe, but it's there. I need to get it out because if you don't talk it out, you act it out. So, so if I got an issue, right? If, if I'm just, if I, I'm annoyed with Jonathan Elliott, which I absolutely adore. That's why I'm using his example. But if I got an issue with Jonathan and I'm just like, man, I just can't, that guy always looks good. I just can't stand, you know, he was, he was once this, let's get back to that. Like, right. So, so I might have an insecurity or an anger or whatever. The reality is that's a burden I'm carrying on the inside. Not talking it out doesn't fix anything. Now I'm just bitter and angry at him. And so I start acting it out. I start sliding him or I start tussling his hair so he looks a little disheveled. I start doing things that, that are not appropriate. So what I do is I, I call you know, people that I trust, people that know me. And I say, hey, can I just talk to you uh, just about Jonathan? He's just on my last nerve. Like, I just wish he was a little uglier. Like, I would just unburden myself. And the truth is, like, I don't mean it all the time. It's just what's there. And here's what's always happened. When I say it, I go, you know what? Truth is, he's a great guy. And he's been a wonderful friend and an amazing servant. And I'm just so grateful for where he is in my life. And I just needed to say it. And I needed to say it in a safe place, not on social media, not to everybody else. That is not where you vent your grievances. That is not where you talk out loud about other people. So, well, I'm just, it helps me. No, 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 no. That actually hurts you. Because not only does it make people look bad, now it makes you look worse. So guess what? I ain't never unburdening myself to you because you talk too much. And so we got to be careful and we got to understand, listen, there is a burden in my life and I need to unburden myself, but to who and to where I unburden myself is very important. So you got those two things, right? I'm going to carry my own load and I'm going to carry other people's burdens. But there's the other thing. I will not carry other people's load. I will not carry other people's load. Notice that Aaron heard they didn't take Moses' staff and pray. They knew that that was not their load to carry. We do more harm than good when we try to take on other people's loads. When we've been, uh, when you've been cleaning your kid's room for 16 years, don't be shocked that at 17, they don't want to clean their room. You have been doing it their whole lives and you never taught them to do it for themselves and now they don't want to do it. Big surprise. <laughs> Okay, you have enabled them. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 11 through 13. No discipline is enjoyable, right? We don't like it. No discipline is enjoyable while it is happening. It's painful. But afterward, there is a peaceful harvest of right living for those who are trained in this way. No discipline is comfortable. Sometimes you got to let people fall on their face so that they can learn a lesson and pick it up again. And it's not comfortable and it's not nice and we would love because we care about people to avoid all types of issues and problems. But the reality is you're making them soft. It's like raising an animal in a zoo and then trying to throw it in the wild. They're going to die. And so no discipline is comfortable. We got to help them because that's going to train them to live the right way. So take a new grip with your tired hands and strengthen your weak knees. But I'm hurting, but I'm struggling. Yeah, but you're also getting stronger. You can do this. This is your load to carry. This is not a burden. You're just calling it that. Mark out a straight path for your feet so that those who are weak and lame will not fall but become strong. What you may be considering empowering someone might actually be enabling them. Enabling them to continue bad habits, 
enabling them to continue to sin, enabling them to stay emotionally and spiritually stunted, emotioning them to fail, or enabling them to fail. You are enabling bad behaviors and unhealthy habits that one day when you stop enabling are actually going to hurt them worse than anything you would have done to empower them early on. And I understand we with good intentions want to help, but we can't carry other people's loads because it's not realistically sustainable. At some point, you're going to stop doing that. And then what? We have our own loads to keep up with. Some of your, listen, this is a word for somebody. You're going to want to write this down. Some of your burdens are actually other people's loads that you were never meant to carry. That's a hard word for someone in this room. But some of your burdens are actually other people's loads that you were never meant to carry, but you refuse to let go of. Hey, that's not your job. They're an adult. Hey, that's not your job. I know you care about them, but you've been bailing them out for 20 years. At some point, you got to let go because it's hurting you now. It's hurting your family. It's hurting your walk with God. It's hurting your advancement forward. That's not fair, and that's not right. It's time to release those burdens, and sometimes we need help to do that. Last thing is this, if you're taking notes. I will let other people carry my burdens. Okay? I will let other people carry my burdens. Moses wasn't too proud to let Aaron and her carry this burden. They didn't go to him. No, 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 this, don't help me with my arms. Don't, don't lift them up. This is my job. I can do this. I just got to try harder. I just got to push forward. I'm, I'm the anointed one. I'm the man of God. It's pride that stops us from receiving the help we need. Pride that tells you that you can only rely on you. Pride that makes you feel embarrassed to let other people help you. Pride that makes you believe that it's all up to you and you're all alone. There are people standing around you who would gladly help if you simply asked for it. But we're not mind readers and we don't know all the ins and outs of your life. Listen, I think Moses learned this lesson shortly after. Exodus 18, verse 14 through 18. It says, when Moses' father-in-law saw all that Moses was doing for the people, he asked, what are you really accomplishing here? What Moses' father-in-law noticed is that from sunup to sundown, Moses would stand in his position in his office and there would be a line of people all day long with all the issues that they would bring to Moses. And so Jethro, his father-in-law, is looking at this and going, dude, what are you actually doing? What are you even really accomplishing? It goes on to say, why are you trying to do this all alone while everyone stands around you from morning till evening? Moses replied, Because the people come to me to get a ruling from God. When a dispute arises, they come to me. And I'm the one who settles the case between the quarreling parties. I inform the people of God's decrees and I give them instructions. I, I, I. That's pride. No, no, they need me. And listen, I'll tell you, even for ministers, and I've said this to a lot of ministers and I try to remind myself often, there's a level that we in our own insecurity like being needed by people. We like that people come to us with their issues, with their, drama, with their dramas, because it validates us to a certain extent. It makes us feel important. Some of you are the same way. You like carrying other people's loads because it somehow validates you. You don't want to unload yourself, your burdens, when you have burdens on other people because you feel like it makes you look weak. But Jethro's father, I say, dude, this is not good. 
right? He literally says it. This is not good. Moses' father-in-law exclaimed, you're going to wear yourself out and the people too. This job is too heavy a burden for you to handle all by yourself. Listen, some of you are walking around with burdens that could easily be lifted if you let go of pride first and you just allowed somebody to give you a hand. Moses' father-in-law points out the obvious. This burden will not only wear you out, but the people too. So what ends up happening is when the burden gets the best of you, and eventually it will, and not only crashes on you, but it crashes on the people that were wanting to help you. It crashes on the people that you're responsible for. Mom and dad, if you don't allow somebody to come and help your burden, not only is it gonna fall on you, it's gonna fall on your children. And your children are gonna feel the brunt of what you were never meant to carry. And those of you who are single, same thing. The people around you, the people that care about you, your friends, your family, they're gonna feel the brunt of it because they care about you. And if you would have just given someone an opportunity to come alongside and lift off that burden, you would probably be able to manage your load. So we go on in verse eight, in chapter 18, <clears throat> verse 19. It says, now listen to me and let me give you a word of advice. Oof, you know you're in trouble when your parents or your in-laws say, hey, I got something to tell you. He said, listen to me. I'm gonna give you a word of advice and may God be with you. You should continue to be the people's representative, carry your load before God, bring in their disputes to him, teach them God's decrees and give them instructions. So he's saying, hey, Moses, continue to carry your load. I'm not saying drop everything, continue to carry your load. Show them how to conduct their lives, but select from all the people some capable, honest men who fear God and hate bribes, appoint them as leaders over groups of 1,150 and 10. So you keep carrying your load. But look for some people in your life that can help carry some of those burdens. Look for some people, and it's people of all different capabilities. Some people are capable of carrying a thousand, some a hundred, some only ten. And so listen, I, I might only be able to lift a little bit of your burden. You know, maybe it's just in conversation or, or maybe it's just an encouraging word from the pulpit while others might be able to do a more practical lifting of that burden. But no matter what it is, we can all play a role if you simply allowed someone to help you. If you were simply honest enough to say, hey, this is getting a little too much and I'm worried that I'm gonna drop the whole thing. Moses, keep carrying your load. Be a spiritual leader. Be a judge. Be a teacher. But let other people take the burden off your hands. Maybe that, this is why Moses so freely accepted the help of his hands being lifted up. Worship team, if you can help me out. I don't need to imagine this. This is a pretty obvious thing. I think a lot of us in this room are carrying some heavy burdens. It's just, just a weight that's more than what you're meant to carry. It's more than what you're supposed to. Some of it might be self-inflicting. It's you trying to carry somebody else's load and taking on more than you're supposed to. Some of us, it's just life. Things happening in an overwhelming fashion and it's gotten to a point where it's just too much. The job is just getting too much. The home is just becoming too much. Day-to-day -day life is becoming too much. Some of us are grieving. Some of us are worried. Some of us are just completely overwhelmed. And if you're not like that, you have been or you will be because we all go through that. We all go through seasons where the load becomes too much and it becomes a burden. 
We all go through seasons where we just want to drop everything and quit. We just want to walk away, even from God sometimes. But it's important to understand something. As much as we are called to help each other, and as much as we all have different capabilities, thousands, 110, the first, the primary person that we go to is the Lord. Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 and 29. Then Jesus said, come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens. Come to me. Yeah, you got your pastor, you got your leaders, you got your family, you got your friends. But let's be honest, sometimes when we try to unload our burdens, it's on another person that's carrying their burdens. And now we're both drowning. Now we're both struggling. It's like, hey, can you help me? Bro, I can barely do this. I'm already at my capacity or overwhelmed. But we can go together to the Lord. This is why the church is so important. Because as a body, we come to the one that lifts us all up. Jesus is inviting you, so lower your pride. He says, come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you how to carry this load. Let me teach you how to manage this life. Let me guide you so that you don't end up in this situation over and over again. Because I am humble and gentle at heart, and you will find rest for your souls. I'm gonna ask you to stand. I wanna pray this morning for those of us in this room that are carrying heavy burdens. You've gotten into a place in life where it's more than you can handle, and truthfully, it's more than you should handle. And listen, I wanna encourage you we start with God, but if God leads you to talk to someone specifically, to talk to one of the leadership, to talk to another brother and sister, please be faithful to that as well. But don't, don't bypass God. Because when you're coming to me, I need you to understand, I'm going to him too. So when you say, Pastor, would you pray for me? I said, no, I'll pray with you. Pray for you means I'm taking your load. Pray with you means I'm carrying your burden. No, no, I'm not gonna pray for you. That means you won't pray. I'm gonna pray with you so that together God can lift up this burden. So that together God will give us rest. Man, some of us in this room just need to rest. Can I just be very transparent? I am very tired. And we don't have service this week and we'll talk about that in a minute in the announcement. As much as I love being with y'all, oh, I need a nap. I need to be with my family. I need to recharge my batteries so that I can keep doing this for the rest of my life. I need rest for my soul because I know the load that God has called me to carry and I want to carry it well. So I'm going to ask you, if you're in this room and, and you're carrying a heavy burden, would you just let me know by lifting up your hand? I just want to pray for you today. Yeah, that's good. Come on, don't let pride stop you. Don't let pride stop you. Listen, if you're next to somebody with the hand lifted, would you just place your hand on their shoulder and, and if you, a couple of you just go ahead and place your hand on the shoulder. Even if you're both like, hey, we both need a great, place your hand on each other's shoulders. I want you to do this just as a sign of unity, as a reminder that we don't go to God by ourselves, that we're a body of Christ, that we are in this together. And Heavenly Father, Lord, I pray even now in this moment for every individual in this room 
that was honest and transparent enough, that was humble enough to raise their hand and say, God, it's getting too much. I can't carry this burden any longer. I'm scared and I'm worried that I'm gonna drop the whole thing. So Lord, we come boldly before the throne of grace because we know when we come to you, we will find help when we need it most. So Father, we come to you with this burden, God. Some of us need answers. Lord, I pray by the power of the Holy Spirit that you would give us specific instructions on what we are to do and how we are to do it. God, some of us need to let go of things that we were never meant to carry. We ask you by the power of your spirit, would you give us strength, God? Would you remind us that it's actually loving to let go of that, God? That it's not on our hands, Lord, because we are not you. We are not capable of doing what only you can do. So, Lord, I pray those of us that are carrying burdens that are not meant for us to carry, I pray that we would release that back, God. Lord, some of us, we've just been carrying this burden for so long. And Lord, I pray for rest. I pray for peace. I pray that you would help us, God, and strengthen us on the back end of that, Lord. And Father, I pray for everyone in this room, Lord. Father, we may not find ourselves right now in this moment with a heavy burden, but God, with the nature of life, we know at some point we will. So God, we just pray. Let this lesson sink into our heart and let us put it into practice at every opportunity that we can. Lord, that we would take responsibility instructions that it give us. We thank you, Lord, that we don't do this by ourselves. We thank you, Lord, that you care enough about us to help us when we need it most. And we pray this all in Jesus' mighty name.